Welcome to Life Lanes, the podcast where we embark on a journey through the diverse and incredible stories of people from all walks of life. Whether you're an artist, an entrepreneur, a scientist, a traveler, or someone who's just been through the ups and downs of life, you have a tale that deserves to be shared. Our mission is to inspire, enlighten, and entertain our listeners with the real-life experiences of our guests. We want you to walk away from each episode feeling motivated, connected, and more aware of the diverse world we live in. So get ready to dive deep into the lives of our incredible guests. From their triumphs to their struggles, you'll get an intimate look into what makes them who they are. I'm your host, Dom. I'm here with my partner in crime, Justin. Uh, We are two brothers, and we're excited to do this podcast with you all. Um, Justin, why don't you tell us what you got going on for this week? Yeah, what's up, Dom? Good to see you, buddy. Um, As you can see, not my normal background, traveling a bit, which is fun, Um, down in Atlanta with my future father-in-law. We've been been here uh, for a few days in Atlanta, did a whole log cabin thing, Uh, did a lot of fantasy football watching today, just had some good barbecue, so heading back tomorrow morning up back to to New York. Great. Is this your first time in Atlanta, or...? Uh, been here a few different times, uh, uh-huh. a couple, couple work trips, a couple personal trips, um, mm-hmm. it's a fun city. They've got a Coca-Cola museum is always a good spot. Uh, obviously a lot of different sports teams you can come watch too. So, uh, we got lucky. It's been 80 degrees every day, so we can't really Ooh. complain. Very nice. Very nice. It's a little different from, uh, where I'm from is uh, about 45 and rainy today, but yeah. that's okay. Um, all right, you know, before we get ahead of ourselves, you know, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Justin, you know, start off, what do you do for a living? Yeah, I'm what you call a strategy consultant, which is a complicated way of saying, um, I work for a very large firm. Uh, we do, uh, tax work, we do accounting work or audit work and we do consulting. Uh, and specifically what I do is I work with, uh, mostly CEOs of, uh, pretty pretty large companies, so anywhere between five hundred million and, and two billion in revenue, so pretty sizable companies, uh, and help them really achieve their revenue targets, their vision, uh, who they want to be in this world when it comes from a company perspective. Wow, and I know you haven't always been in that that field, right? I know you, you tend to hop yeah. around a little bit. Why don't you take us through you know brief brief history of it? Yeah, it's a it's a weird journey because. Since I was a kid, uh, playing with Legos, I thought I wanted to be an architect my whole life. Uh, started uh, school in Long Island, New York, and kind of midway through realized um, not exactly what I wanted to do after a few internships and had the opportunity to, to move to Philly to go to school there and um, still kind of continued down that path. Uh, kind of pivoted a little bit towards what at the time was construction management, very new field. Um, so instead of designing buildings, it was going to help build them from a management perspective. And uh, a couple of years into my career, just kind of decided, listen, I want to do uh, bigger things. Uh, I, I like to tell the joke, I stopped caring about how two steel I-beams were put together on a building, but I cared about the budget. I cared about the schedule. I cared about the safety. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I completed my MBA, uh, which was a lot of fun. Did that whole thing online, uh, got my employer to pay for it. And immediately after graduating, uh, left for um, a big four, a pretty large consulting firm, and then just kind of started climbing the ladder from there. Yeah, I mean, I think that just goes into, it's not really 
finding your niche like right out of school, right out of things. It's kind of trying to different things, you know, be like, mm, maybe this isn't really for me. And then yeah. you kind of figure out what you don't want to do. And then hopefully you know, wiggle your way into something. Yeah. I think that that's like a cool way of thinking about it, right? What don't you want to do is a nice way of like eliminate. Cause I think most of us could be content with our daily lives and a multitude of different, you know, things going on. Uh, but then to really find what you don't want to do, absolutely don't want to do, uh, it, you know, it's important. Um, you know, I, I get a really nice blend of behind the desk work, you know, remote work, travel for clients, work with a diverse set of people across really complex problems, um, still kind of work in the engineering brain every day. So it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. And how big is the team that you're currently working with right now? Tough, tough question to answer. I'll be honest, because it can vary. Um, I currently manage just over about 20 people on a daily oh, basis. Yeah. Uh, but that can, you know, that can go up with different clients. It can go down depending on where we are with the work. Uh, we just kicked off uh, one of the largest projects of my career, which is going to be a lot of fun. But with that comes a new challenge. So little hesitancy for sure. Um, but uh, I think uh, we're building the right team. We're taking the right steps and you know, we'll, we'll get it done. Cool. That's awesome. And I know in addition to this consulting job that you have, you know, you're very involved in your LI Kick League, which is, yeah. um, you know, I'm just going to butcher it. Why don't you tell people what LI Kick Yeah, no, that, that's awesome. So thing that it uh, is. LI Kick is uh, Long Island, uh, which is in New York, right? Long Island's largest adult social sports league. Uh, we have 30,000 players uh, and across 10 different sports. Uh, I've been playing for about seven or eight years now. The the league's only been around for about 10. Uh, and then I got really involved from working first as what we call league director, so running individual leagues. Um, really started loving that and, and having an impact on uh, people's week. I mean, it's really cool to hear someone to say, especially a post-COVID world, someone to say, like, I look forward to this every week or this is really what helps me get through my work week. I went through a bad breakup. I lost a lot of friends. This is a really cool way for, for me to uh, join a league. And then uh, at the beginning of this year, I took on a management position where I help uh, lead our finance and strategy. And um, for me, that's, it's, again, it's taking that same step of, I get to now not impact one person, but 30,000 people. Mm-hmm. Right. And that could be through a variety of different ways. Um, it's, I think it's really cool. Like the kind of business we have and uh, you and I have talked about in the past, like how do adult make, you know, how do you, as an adult, how do you make friends? Uh, it's usually through like the workplace, right? It's like natural. If you're lucky. Yeah. Exactly. If you're working with yeah. people your age and your, your walk of life, I think this is cool. Cause you know, you sign up, you can be competitive, you can be beginner, you can sign up looking for friends. You can sign up looking for love. You can sign up looking for enemies. We kind of have it all. So um, it's been a really fun journey. Um, I'm super excited just to continue to see our, ourselves grow. Uh, we're getting to a point where like we're kind of outgrowing Long Island in the cool, in a cool way. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, new challenges come with that, and it's very different. Five thousand people is different than thirty thousand customers. So uh, a lot of challenges, but a lot of fun too. And are they part of like a bigger conglomerate like around the country or? Yeah, that's a good question. So the way most adult sports work is there are local clubs um, that uh, roll up. You can voluntarily join an association. We're part of the SSIA with uh, numerous other clubs and we'll get together on an annual or biannual basis. Uh, we just we went to Kansas City last year. We're going to Punta Cana this year. Uh, that's a cool opportunity because we get to exchange ideas, learn about 
how other clubs do different things. Uh, but we are just Long Island. Um, we've kind of experimented in, in New York City a little bit. Hopefully we get back in there soon um, and just keep on expanding. Cool. Yeah. I mean, we have a pretty big sports league up by me called Game on Vermont, you know, which yeah. we've chatted about before. And, um, you know, I met some really good people through that. So that's been a, a nice, nice little avenue. Yeah. yeah. Right, Justin. So, you know, when you're not working with your consulting company and when you're not working on the side hustle, um, what are some of the other things you've been getting into now? Yeah. As you know, planning a wedding, uh, September 7th next year. So super fun. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, officially, well, I need to officially ask you to be my best man. So that's still on the docket, but uh, it's kind of a sneak peek that's going to happen. So uh, I was getting nervous for a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I get it. I get it. I got all the, the party favors and everything. I just got to make it look good. So, um, yeah, I mean, planning weddings challenging. Uh, obviously, I think for me, it's a cool experience. We're doing it all on our own. We're paying it for it on our own, which is not only like financially challenging, but it gets to be a fun, I'll say a fun challenge to work with you and your partner because you have to figure out like what's important, what's a deal breaker, what's going to work. And that starts from day one, man. As soon as you get engaged, sure. finding the right venue is a challenge. And then as soon as you get a venue, finding the photographer and the different vendors, and now we're out to flowers. So um, it's been a challenge, but like a fun one, right? Where you get to to plan this really magical day with your partner. So um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm sure we'll we'll get a chance to talk bachelor party uh, on the podcast a little bit as we get into it. But um, yeah, yeah, no, it's Have, good, good stuff. Are you uh, are you pretty picky in these things? Like, I don't really see you caring what flowers are at the wedding. I don't. I care about the price, right? Like any, any man, man, That's typically true. programmed to be like. I think I, I've had opinions about what looks good and what doesn't, but uh, I definitely the way we've kind of talked about it is I'm more logistics. So I'll talk about the shuttle bus that's going to get all of our guests from the hotel to the mm-hmm. to the venue, and she'll worry about you know uh, what kind of flowers we picked for the ceremony, right? So like she's got a creative side, I've got a logistical side. So I'm sure you're. I'm sure you care about the cocktails being served though. What do we got? Oh yeah, man. Uh, it's obviously open bar. I got to come up with a you know we got a his and her cocktail which is mm-hmm. fun. So we're starting to put that together. I'm excited for the food tasting, cake tasting. You know me. So that should be a lot of fun uh, getting to eat. So, yeah, yeah. Well, I, it'd be fun, I think, you know, throughout the journey of the podcast. Like, let's talk about the wedding more and get into it. But I've been, I've been listen, man, I've been talking a lot about myself. Like, I think uh, I got a cool journey, but so do you. And I love to learn, like, love to have our, our folks learn a little bit more about what you got going on. Um, so maybe just start, like, what the hell, like, what do you, what do you do for a living, man? Sure. Yeah. I think that's a great place to start. Um, so I am a licensed naturopathic physician in the state of Vermont. Um, I'm a primary care physician that's trained on optimizing the whole body, you know, whether that's um, from a physical standpoint, mental standpoint, emotional standpoint. You know, Vermont is kind of a rural medicine area where the primary care physicians are definitely asked to do things that you wouldn't be asked to do in a big city like New York or L.A., mm-hmm. you know, for example, like services like dermatology or psychologists are not readily available. So as a primary care, you're that point person where you're being asked to do a lot of this stuff, which is, you know, nerve wracking yet exciting because, you know, you, you just, you learn something new every day. But, um, you know, the way I got uh, situated with naturopathic medicine was 
Um, you know, I grew up in a medical background. So, you know, our father's a doctor, as you know, and, you know, our aunt's a PA and our cousin's a nurse and our uncle's a doctor. So, you know, I always was in that sciencey background. Um, and then when I was in college, I started taking a lot of philosophy classes, which really changed the way I thought, way, way I approached problem solving. And then one of the naturopathic schools, Bastyr University, came and gave a, a talk at my school in Ithaca College. And, you know, they laid out these foundations of like what the ideals for their type of medicine is. And I was like, hell yeah, like this mm -hmm. is exactly what I want to do. So applied, packed my stuff up, moved across the country, moved to Oregon for four and a half mm -hmm. years, did my schooling out there, made some lifelong friends that you'll, uh, you know, will probably bring on the podcast, being part of this family, moved back to the East Coast settled in Vermont and I've been here a little over two years now. Um, so it's been, yeah, quite a journey. Crazy. I'm definitely excited to be back on the East coast, you know, be closer to family. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah. It's much, much, much easier having you here, right? It's like an hour flight to, to get together. I was in Vermont a couple of weeks ago, um, versus a, you know, five, six hour flight cross country, different right. times with the red eye. Yeah. And, and, you know, now I can like drive if I want to, or, you know, yeah. I was seeing you maybe once every, you know, six months when I was out yeah. there, if that, now I get to see your beautiful face like every four to six weeks. So it's great. That's awesome, man. So yeah. let me ask you this, like, I, I get this question from my friends who know you, they mm -hmm. always ask like, where are you in this journey of being a physician? Cause I, I think, mm -hmm. You know, most people who are not in this inner working don't really understand the steps of what it takes, right? So maybe just walk right. us through, like, how many years was undergrad, medical sure. school, where are you now? Yeah, and, you know, my route is different from a conventional MD route. So, you know, conventional MD route, uh, four years undergrad, four years medical school, anywhere from three to four years of residency, and then you have a fellowship, and then, you know, so a lot lot more, you know, specializations for that. Okay. My circumstance, four years undergrad, four years of medical school, and then there's a residency program. Now, residency programs aren't mandatory. It kind of depends on what your state's legislator says, um, so you have to check in with that. Vermont is beginning to require a two-year residency for other naturopaths um, just to kind of get a standardized. You know, you don't want someone just coming shooting from the hip, right? It's nice to have this uh, standardized you know, yeah. process for it. Um, yeah, so I did my four years undergrad, four years medical school, you take a couple of exams, um, and now I am finishing up, and you can do a third year, I would say nobody right. does more than three years, um, so I'm going to be doing two and a half years, just the way my contract was set up, so I'm between that two to two and a half year mark. Gotcha, okay, that's helpful. Yeah, I think like, you know, uh, everyone knows being a doctor, really anything a medical professional requires a lot of school, right? And mm -hmm. uh, no one really knows. I think everyone thinks that it's pretty standardized, right? So mm -hmm. it, it feels like not only like state difference, right? But obviously specialization or naturopathic versus traditional, like mm -hmm. there's different routes you can go, which is pretty cool. Right, right. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think everyone kind of has their own role, you know, like most people the conventional world are not going into family medicine. Um, which is fine, you know, like we need surgeons, we need yeah. orthopedists and things like that. Um, so it's nice that naturopaths have kind of carved out that role, at least in the state of Vermont. You know, it, it really varies state to state, like Arizona, they're doing totally different things. California, they do a lot, uh, a lot of like wellness programs, you know, like IVs and stuff like that. 
Um, so Vermont is as primary care as it gets, which so is good. you're in Vermont now, right? So I know I know your background, right? Long Island, and then upstate New York, right? For yep. undergrad. Yep. Out to Portland, Oregon for med school. Yep. Uh, back to Vermont. You did a, a kind of. You can live there with Thailand for for a few weeks or whatever. Yeah, so yep. in Thailand for three you, weeks. You you bounced around, man. I have, yeah. I mean, I've uh, slept in a lot of uh, random places. We'll <laughs> we'll say that passports getting pretty full, but that's great. You know, like I like traveling yeah. around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this this Thai trip, you know, which we can touch on at a, at a different time, was was really something that. I was like looking for in my life and I was on the fence about going. I was like, I don't know. It's kind of a lot of money. Like I've never yeah. been to Asia. Should I do this? I do it. And then the next year COVID happens and the world shuts down. Jeez. And, you know, if I never took that leap and did that trip, you know, I maybe I would have never done it. Yeah. Well, I think that and something that, you know, was installed with you and me as kids is travel. Right. Yeah. And uh, we were lucky enough and, and blessed enough to travel at a young age. And, um, I, I mean, I consider like people ask, what are your hobbies, right? Like travels, one of them, if not the main one that mm-hmm. I love to do. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm here on personal and I travel professionally, so it's a lot of fun. Um, I'm just kind of speaking of hobbies, right? Like, yeah, we're looking forward to ski season around the corner in Vermont. So that's, that's yep. coming up quick. Yeah. Um, super pumped there. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah, super, super pumped, man. Um, yeah, that should be a lot of fun. But what other ho- like what other hobbies do you have? What do you consider a hobby? Like maybe just go from there. Yeah, so you actually taught me how to ski. You know, that was that was a fun day. Yeah. We had a third party third party uh, present for that who didn't have such a great time. But you know, she doesn't mean to be named right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm hoping to get on a couple blues this year. Um, one of the social groups that I made with with uh, my soccer team they're all really big skiers and their goal is to get me on a, a couple tough ones this year so it's good to go with people that you know yeah. are at your speed like i don't want to feel like i'm making them go in easy runs but i also don't want to get like left behind so it's a good balance to that but yeah well uh, let's see let's see how well i know my brother just like kind of a list of hobbies so you got skiing yep. you play soccer uh, i do yeah i know you had a ton of games today you love to cook yeah, um, which is pretty big. Uh, you do CrossFit. You got me into CrossFit. This so is all true. All true. Uh, I would even say you're uh, a craft cocktail uh, amateur. Uh, oh, amateur bartender. Yep, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So that's been a lot of fun. Any other hobbies I'm missing, or I kind of cover it? Um, I mean that's pretty good. You know, I like to play board games and yeah. you know yeah. just do random stuff like that. Um, but you know, between the gym, CrossFit and soccer, like that takes up a large amount of my time. Yeah, I know. I know. But it's, uh, but it's good, you know, cause I've been able to build communities like through sure. those and, um, you know, they've really stuck around. My CrossFit gym is amazing. You know, we, we get together and we have drinks and we have barbecues. Um, and for someone, you know, that's been moving around state to state, like it's really important for me to establish community. And, sure. you know, this is the first time in my life where I haven't had school like to kind of force that community on me. So I've had to be a little bit more creative and, you know, a little bit more ambitious in curating that community for myself. So I'm glad I've uh, found a couple winners. Yeah. Uh, make good points then. Well, I think um, that probably is good enough about us. I mean, maybe uh, just to give kind of our listeners an idea of what our plan is, is, it's really just like this to have conversations with guests to learn and grow from from individuals and professionals, um, really as we are transitioning through different important life milestones. So, 
Um, it, it, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a fun journey for me. Um, yeah. And I'm sure you too. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and uh, in addition to what you were just saying, Justin, you know, I wanted to use this platform just to reconnect with some of these friendships that I've made throughout my life and that I've kind of, you know, have dwindled throughout my life, not because we had a falling out, but just because we're not in the same state anymore yeah. or, you know, you just kind of lose touch with people. And doing this podcast is going to be a great way to just check in, you know, someone that you haven't talked to in a year, be like, hey, you know, like, what's going on in your life, you know? And then who knows what you learn from them, right? So we'll kind of leave it up for that. Sure. Uh, um, you know, so... So, everybody, buckle up. You know, we got a great, great uh, show for you next week. We have the amazing Dean Siriaco coming in. Uh, Dean is a man of many talents, from track coaching to running a successful baseball podcast and even being the dean of a school. Uh, he has some incredible stories that he's going to share with us next week and might even tell us about some juicy gossip about some of these middle schoolers. Uh, so, thanks all for listening. We're excited to take this journey with you guys. Awesome. Thanks, guys.